When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to another episode of The Russian Sisters. I'm Alexandra. And I'm Anna, and we are The Russian Sisters. Hi, everyone. How are you? Hello, hello. Welcome to another episode. It is so nice to be here with you today. It is amazingly nice to be here with you on this beautiful summer day. Yes. How are you? I am, you know, I'm okay. I am a little frazzled because I am currently dog sitting, house sitting. Oh. And so I'm not living at my own house right now. Yeah. And um, it's a little tricksy going between two houses. It is. And it's also hard when you're not at home. You're not used to your own um, routine. You don't have the stuff that you, or if there's something that you need, then you're like, dang it, I don't have it because I'm at someone else's home. Or if something happens, I get it. It's like a a subconscious or a low level of stress that just kind of hangs out there. It's different. And you know, I feel like if I didn't have to go in between the two houses. Like if I didn't have to keep going back to my house to feed the cats yeah. and because they're so complicated, it's not like I can, it's not like it used to be where I could just fill up their bowls and I know they'd be fine until the next day that I saw them, but their diet has gotten so complicated that I have to go a couple times throughout the day. Right. And then I've noticed like over the days, because I'm going back to my house, I'm like, oh, I should bring this over and oh, I should bring this over now. And now I could do my laundry while I'm over there. So I brought laundry over and I did my laundry, which is great. Yeah. And don't you worry, I'm dog and house sitting for our siblings. So I, I don't feel bad using their washer and dryer. Oh my gosh. Even when I didn't house it for families, I would do my laundry if I needed over to. Over there at the people's, I'm sure. Not fine. always. It depended for how long, but yeah, if it was a week or, or yeah, absolutely. I'm sure most people don't mind that. They're like, you're watching my house and making sure it's safe. Yeah. From strangers and burglars. Well, and I feel like your cats probably need some attention too. So I can imagine, yeah, it is hard to go back. It's not like you can pack them up and bring them with you. No, no, that would not go well. And, and yeah, so today when I went over to feed them, um, they both ran away and then unusually didn't come back downstairs at all. Like once the food was laid down, they didn't come back down, which I thought was odd. And then I was like, oh, they're pissed. I was going to say they're pissed at you. You're so mad. How dare you? Oh my God. And I have a couple more days of house sitting to go. Um, actually, yeah. In two more days, I'll move back into my house, but then I'm home for a couple of days and then I leave on a trip. And so I'm yeah. like, oh my God, these cats are going to hate me this summer. Yeah. They're, they're going through some trauma right now. I think so. Yeah. So, do you think some cat yoga will work for them? Perhaps we can try it out. <laughs> yeah. Is that on like YouTube? I could put it on a smart TV. Put them in little leotards. Oh my God. Can you, <laughs> I'm imagining that right now. Like Bentley, Bentley boo in a leotard doing cat yoga. Little tutus. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Oh my God, they'd be pissed even more. Yeah. They'd be like, you can just stay away, owner. Right. But then while I'm gone, I have someone coming and staying, which is good because sometimes when I'm gone on shorter trips, I'll just have a family member stop by and feed them. Mm -hmm. Um, But again, with their diets being a little bit more complex, it'll be nice to have someone actually staying with them. Yeah. I tend to forget that I need to find a place for my dog when I travel. Yeah. You remember the kid. mm, Always. Yes. Just to make sure. 
always remember Buddy when it comes to the dog. And then our mom is usually like, so uh, am I taking your dog? And I'm like, yes, yes, you are. Thank you. That's awesome. Yeah. Because I've had to like the night before where I'm like, oh, yeah, I have a what am I going to do with you? <laughs> right. Yeah. Oh, I'll get there one day. Someday. Yeah. Anyway, but speaking of Bentley, he had a recent vet visit, which was really good. He was due for his um, annual blood work. I don't know if people take their animals for annual blood work because until six months ago, I sure as heck didn't. Yeah. I, I mean, when the cats were living with me briefly before they became yours, we did not do that. No. I don't do that with Honey either. Honey's my dog. Um, but I do have to be on like heart guard and stuff because she had heartworms and and that kind of thing. So they do check in. In fact, I got a, a call from the vet being like, it is time for you to bring honey in. Also, she was a little bit of a chunky monkey and we had to, she is not where she needs to be for weight. I'm a horrible dog owner because uh, I don't walk her nearly as much as she needs, but it could be worse. It could be. It could be worse. It could be that I need to go three times a day to feed. <laughs> oh, my God. Hey, yeah, welcome to my life. It's not ideal, you guys. And I know you have heard my Bentley Boo saga, like about how his about his health. And I thought I was going to have to put him down. And then more recently, we have been experiencing some similar health issues. And last month when I took him for his monthly shot, just a vitamin shot, um, they were like, we need to do blood work for him. And I was like, awesome. And then they brought him back like five minutes later, like, it didn't work. We couldn't get blood from him because he's a grumpy old man and he's not even that old. He's middle-aged. And then this time when we went, um, I was like, please do whatever you need to in order to get blood from him because it's really important that we know where he's at and know what's going on with him, especially since he hasn't been so well yeah. in many ways. Although I will say, as I interrupt my own story, <laughs> um, the other day, I think it was a, a few episodes ago, I was talking about how like I um, drank some black tea at eight o'clock at night and then yes. I cleaned my bathroom and the stopper out of the, the sink and YouTube all that. Well, on one of my trips down to the garage to get tools, I found like in a random box, um, the laser pointer. Oh my gosh. And yes. you guys, I've lived in my current house for four years and this laser pointer has been in this box in the garage for four years. <laughs> and so I pulled it back out and I was like, oh, holy moly. And I brought it up and I was like, does it still work? And sure enough, it sure does. And Bentley was like a two-year-old all over again. Like it's he hysterical. was all over that thing. And that made me feel really good that like, okay, he's feeling well enough to want to play with a laser pointer. Yes. And it's just so funny because they put their paw over it like it's going to mm -hmm. hide it. Mm -hmm. <laughs> it just cracks me up. Yeah. You know what I caught out of your story is you're talking about how he's middle-aged. In my head, I was like, I know some middle-aged males who are grumpy. <laughs> That's like, true. That I don't know so if it has true. to be. <laughs> I know. Like, compared to like grumpy old man, you're like, no, he's a grumpy middle-aged man. <laughs> yes. Yeah. He's just grumpy. Sometimes. And he like he has the reputation. Buddy came over the other day to help me feed the cats and he's like where's Zoe and she like comes to the door and she loves to see Buddy and then he's like where's Bentley and I'm like he's hiding and he's like oh Bentley mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. like he just has a reputation of this scaredy cat grumpy being um, but anyway they were able to get the blood work from him this time around and I got a call back from the doctor that said the blood looks beautiful it looks absolutely amazing which is awesome that there aren't some like grave or dire or serious things going on with him, like cancer. Yeah, sure. But, the C word. Mm -hmm. 
But we do, he still does have GI issues, which I called IG issues the other day. And I was like, <laughs> he doesn't have Instagram issues. He doesn't. Can't seem how to get the app to work. Can't, can't. Cats of Instagram. <laughs> Opposable thumbs. <laughs> Cantstagram. Cantstagram. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, so yeah, he doesn't have IG issues. He has GI issues <laughs> still. And they're still ongoing people. And it's still, it's not ruining my life yet. Um, but it's, it's a headache and it's, I'm sad. I'm sad for him that he doesn't feel well. But like I said, with like laser pointers and stuff, he doesn't seem to be too bothered by all that. That's cool. I'm glad that he's in some ways on the up and up. Yeah. So that was a long story when uh, just a long answer to how am I doing? Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> how are you? <laughs> oh, good. I don't have any cat stories or vet stories. Just still chipping away at the backyard. Oh boy. Anna got so excited by my backyard that she tried to knock herself out with her microphone. I, I hit into the pee pop filter and I knocked my microphone over. The pee pop filter. I love how we can't even call it the pop filter anymore. It's the pee pop filter. Yeah. Anywho. I knocked it right off my puzzle. Who my knew puzzle my box. uh who knew my backyard would get such a such a rise in a reaction? So I mean it's it, it is coming along, but yeah, that's about that's about it over here. Just the yard. Did you uh, give yourself a black eye? Are we okay? <laughs> Do you okay. need to check for any injuries? I just check my equipment to make sure it's still working. Did uh, I turn the volume up? I don't that is know. hilarious. Oh, my God. Uh, okay. Yeah, over here, Buddy and I are just getting into our summer groove. I saw the water table out. Yes, that he adores water. He Okay, this is exciting for us because... When we, we took a little break from swim lessons because he was just doing so well that he was getting bored. And so I was like, let's just take a break and come back when it's closer to when he might move up to the next class. And there were some shenanigans that happened. We came back and the, they were like, yeah, we, we can't guarantee he's going to be able to move up in a class. And I was like, well, wait a second. I really like this place. Then I'm thinking, am I going to have to find another swim school? It's all working out and he's going to move up into the next class. And it just happened like w- while we're in the water and we're in the baby and me class. And they're like, yeah, he's good. The next class will move him up. And so I'm like, oh, sure, because I want him to. And at the same time, I'm like, but this is our last. Oh, now I just hit the pop filter. <laughs> we apparently can't handle ourselves this evening. Um, awesome. So it was a little sad because I was like, I, I didn't get to prepare for the fact that this was our last baby and me class. And it's just another. It, it hits me in two different ways. He's growing so much, which is amazing. And his vocab and the way he says things is hilarious. And then also it's hard because there are all these firsts and transitions that I get to do with family and support, but being his primary parent now and the only parent, um, I'm having to do these transitions. So it's not like I can turn to Sean and share with him. So it always gets me a little verklempt. Um, but I'm super excited that we get to stay at swim and he loves the pool. He loves, loves swimming. He kept telling me, he's like, no mama, I swim alone. And I was like, nobody, not yet, not yet, <laughs> not yet. Um, so that's kind of exciting. Yeah, just getting into the summer. I, did not plan appropriately for these first couple of weeks of summer and way overbooked myself. So oh boy. I'm working through that because I just end up getting overwhelmed and 
really tired and then have to go, well, probably shouldn't do that again. But it's all very exciting stuff, which is it's cool to finally be doing things that I don't feel are so, so soul sucking. Yeah. Not that working with children was soul sucking. It, it was be. just, it was just the type of work and what was happening. Um, but yeah, so just, yeah, all my side projects working on the book, which we've talked about Yay. and I don't have a date yet. So I'll keep you guys posted when I find that out and transitioning to a new job, which is exciting. And, uh, then also preparing for another um, formal presentation that Anna and I are going to be giving. Heck yeah. And before I talk about that, I just want to mm. go back to Buddy and the the swim thing. Oh, yes. Um, first of all, I'm really excited for him because I know for a while there you're like, he's pretty advanced, but they want to keep him in the baby class. And you're like, I don't know if I'm going to stick it out here if they're just going to keep him in the baby class. And the fact that they are moving him up and he is advanced and they acknowledge that and that you get to stay on there and there's room for you and him. And I don't have to get in the pool anymore. <laughs> it's what? That's, that's that's my excitement. I'm like, oh my gosh. <laughs> that's kind of, yeah, but that's kind of got to be bittersweet too. It is. It is. Being in right, the, the pool. Growth. Yeah. Being in the pool with him is so much fun. But the transition to get in the pool and the transition to get out of the pool. Yeah. So frantic. Yeah, that's <laughs> a lot. Um funny buddy story when I was recently at the pool with him um, with our mother and um, he saw a bunch of people playing with a beach ball and he was like we had to, we happened to be like sitting out and eating snack at that time so he was in the shade all all wrapped up in his uh beach towel and he was watching what was going on in the pool and he was narrating like oh he hit it and oh she hit it and oh like that was there was so it was so animated it was really awesome but then he turns to our mother and he is like um bobby i need a beach um i need a beach ball and i was like <laughs> Oh, that is, yes, everyone needs, now the kid has a bunch of toys and stuff and floaties and things. We didn't have as many things today. We had some balls that we were throwing around, but right. It's like, you want what other people have. And he's sure. like, Bobby, I need a beach ball. And, um, I was like, okay, well maybe you can get one for your birthday. Cause his birthday's coming up. And he goes, right. He's not even three yet. And he's like, no, I need a beach ball on Tuesday. <laughs> Which is a few days away. And it was just so random. I was like, yes, sir. Yes. I'm talking about his vocabulary and the sentences in his brain is just so wild and awesome and fun. Yes. It's very entertaining. Yeah. So that's a little bit about what's going on with us just getting into the summer. Yes. And as Alexandra mentioned, we are getting ready. We are presenting at a church conference coming up. And so we're going to be going with a friend and road tripping out. And you all know, if you don't know, I love a road trip. I love a good road trip. She does. And I'm kind of the opposite. So this will be interesting. Alexandra does it. And luckily it's not a very long road trip. Um, but we'll, like I said, be with a friend. And so I think it'll be a lot of fun and entertaining. And it, once again, we are talking on the topic of suicide and just sharing our stories and um, hopefully opening up some minds and entertaining some conversations that some people are maybe afraid to have. And so that's all very exciting. Yes. And I'll just say, I think somewhere in Anna's car, she still has CDs that were made for other road trips that she's had. So Heck yeah, gonna, you know I do. We're going to go back, back. Well, I would say back a few years, but it's more like back a few decades. <laughs> No joke. No joke. Yeah. It's like they're probably about, yeah, it's probably just about two decades old. 
Um, and the ones that aren't all scratched up and still play, you know it. You know we're going to be listening to that because where we are driving to will not no. have amazing radio service. It is not the best area of Colorado or Kansas or anywhere in the mid middle part of Midwest. this country yeah. to um, have an electric car, which neither of us has an electric car, but I would say probably not the best to ever road no. trip in I the Midwest. I'd be nervous. No, usually, and, and I don't mind the country music so, so much anymore, but usually when you go out to those parts of the country, um, the, the three kind of stations that you're apt to get are one country, two, K-Love or some variation yeah, of religious music gospel, yeah. or three Spanish music. That's true. And sometimes I do want to learn more Spanish. So maybe I'll, uh, yeah. Yeah. Sometimes while I'm driving, we Mm -hmm. do talk about this, who, who controls the radio when you're and it's the driver. I will be driving this. (laughs) (laughs) Just kidding. (laughs) Um, you know, we, it is the month of June and, um, hopefully when this episode drops, it'll still be the month of June. It may not be the month of June when you're listening to this episode, but that's okay. At any rate, we wanted to honor the June birthdays. So happy birthday, all you June babies, all you Geminis and Cancers. Oh my gosh. Speaking of cancer. (laughs) Happy birthday. Oh, happy birthday to you. Um, our dad's a cancer, but he's a July baby. But so we'll we'll so say buddy. happy birthday, and so is Buddy, and so is one of our nieces. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. July is busy. Um, however, I the speaking of cancer, so Alexandra and I were out with oh same friend that we're road tripping with, and we were out with her doing trivia as we do on occasion. And one of the questions was which has more legs, and then it was like um, Taurus. Leo, Cancer, or Scorpio, mm-hmm. which of the animals represent, you know, representing this astrological sign has more legs. And I look at Al and with a straight, bold face, I was like, well, Cancer's a crab and that has six. And so, and I like, right. Like I was so dead serious. I knew right. Taurus is a bull that has four. Um, we, Oh, Gemini, I think was one of them, not Leo. Gemini was one of them and it has oh, yes. two because it's man, it has two. Right. And so we're like, um, it's not a Scorpio because the Scorpio, um, Oh no, we guessed, we guessed Scorpio. We guessed Scorpio. And we That's were saying right. it wasn't because I'm like a scorpion has eight legs. And so then yeah. Um, after all this, because I was like so sure a crab has six legs, six legs, and then those pincers. And I was like, those they don't count. They don't count as legs. And then it came back that sure is poop. The answer, as you are all probably screaming in your cars, is um cancer because a crab in fact has 10 legs. Were we right <laughs> that a scorpion has eight? Yes, but a cancer, cancer, and a crab have 10 legs, just in case you're all wondering. I, I saw that we got that wrong, and I was the one who was pretty adamant of a Scorpio, um, but I saw that we got it wrong, but I didn't pay attention. Uh, it was so loud <laughs> that day, loud. but yeah, I didn't pay attention. But yes, fun facts from the Russian sisters. <laughs> well, it was also really loud in there because the um, Colorado Avalanche, it's our hockey team, our national hockey league hockey team, and um, <laughs> they were in the semifinals for the Stanley Cup, and it was game four over the Edmonton Oilers. And um, it was like, we we were in a situation where if we won the game, we'd sweep and then go on to the Stanley Cup finals. And it was a really great game. Um, both teams were scoring and making stupid mistakes. And so it was like down to the, uh, the wire because it 
went into overtime and then well um, and then I made Anna leave before overtime well and I told <laughs> yeah. Alexandra when I when we walked in I didn't even know that the game was on like I didn't right like I'm on summer break so I have summer brain and then we walked in and I was like oh yeah it's game four and then I freaked out because there are televisions all over the place where we were doing trivia. Yeah. And I, I looked at them and I was like, I'm kind of superstitious because I have not watched the single game. I've been keeping up and keeping tabs with how we're doing, but I haven't watched a game in, um, in the semifinals or quarterfinals. And so I was like, if they don't win, that's on me because I haven't watched. She did say that. And then our friend looked at us and I was like, I know I don't, I don't, I don't get into the superstitions anymore. I kind of, yeah, I got kind of nervous about it, but did. then I watched like while in between well, trivia, I watched and overtime happened and you were not watching and they won. Exactly. Overtime <laughs> happened and Alexandra was like, we got to go. And I was like, yeah, we totally got to go. And then in, after I dropped Alexandra off and started going home, I looked it up and sure enough, we did win. So yeah, it was a good thing. It was. But I didn't watch. That she didn't watch. But she had and, to and drive so me home. And so now what that means is I cannot watch any of the Stanley Cup finals either. Oh, I did. Okay. I'm not right. superstitious. I'll be like, nope, I can't. I will, okay. I will like check up on the scores and I'll check up on the standings, but I feel like that's a lot of pressure. All right. All right. You're not a superstitious person. I am a recovering superstitious person. I mean, we're Russian. That's like what's ingrained in us is to be <gasps> so superstitious. Um, but for, through some of the woo-woo stuff, which is funny, the woo-woo stuff that I do, Yes, they talk about um, that be like, you don't have that much control over things like no. Anna and I watching or not watching. Cause I would do that with the Broncos. We used to do this as a joke with the Denver Broncos mm-hmm. where our dad would come in the room and if they'd start tanking, we'd kick him out. And he's not a Denver Broncos fan anyway. We'd be like, dad, you gotta go. You gotta go downstairs. You gotta go somewhere else. Yeah. We don't have that much control <laughs> over stuff like that. It's not like it. Yeah. So I think that's where I stop myself when I start thinking things and then like, nope, like don't, don't walk under a ladder. How about you don't walk under the ladder because that's a safety issue. Yeah, it's dangerous. <laughs> Not that you're going to have some bad karma. And yet I find myself under the ladder almost every time I'm helping Alexandra put <laughs> up true. or take down her Christmas lights. Yeah. How's your karma? <laughs> How is my karma? I don't I, know. Am I doing okay? She'll do this with cheersing too. Like better look in my eyes. You have look to look elbows, in the eyes when you're cheersing someone. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And so. to other people, they call that toasting. Well, yes. Mm-hmm. Or we would say that's just polite to look at someone. It is polite, but not everyone does. They're like clinky, clinky. And yeah. some people clink and then hit the table and then drink or, I mean, you know, knock their cup on the table yeah. before they drink. Anywho, that was a tangent. <laughs> Have you ever thought, I'd love to have a podcast just like this one? Well, I can help. My name is Matt Kundal, and everyone at my company, the Sound Off Podcast Network, had a hand in making this show. Whether it was about the sound, the discoverability, or that you're just enjoying the show, we are all about the detail. If you think you have a podcast in you, reach out to me via email, matt at soundoff.network. Or check out the website and become one of the great podcasts we work with at soundoff.network. What else you got for us today? Well, okay. So June, um, happy birthday, June babies from the Russian sisters. Um, I was looking up as sometimes we do, what are some of the bigger themes? And, and I know we've covered this before, but just as a reminder, it is great outdoors month and it is world oceans month. So let's do our part to take care of our oceans, use reef safe 
suntan lotion yeah, please if do. you can. It's mineral, mineral sunscreen. Yeah. Some people call it suntan lotion. Some people call it sunscreen. Or sunblock. That's it, buddy. Yeah. Are you going to put the block on, Mama? Yes. Yes. Oh, in fact, at the um, pool the other day, I was lathering him up with some sunscreen, and I put a whole glob on there, and um, our mother was like, whoa. And I said, he's not getting burned on my watch. <laughs> and then he and then he looks at, at our mother, and he's like, Bobby, you have a watch. That's hilarious. To be wearing her watch. And I was like, yeah. Um, I want to say something about oceans because recently I was talking actually to our mother about South Africa. And that was one of my favorite, favorite countries. Um, I traveled after college. I traveled for six months. And South Africa was one of the places I went pretty smack dab in the middle of my trip. And I almost didn't continue and actually stayed (gasps) and tried to get a job. Because it was so amazing. But one of the cool things there, which is, you, you wouldn't think like it's two bodies of water, but there's the Atlantic and the Indian Ocean mm. and they meet um, at the southern point of South Africa. Mm-hmm. Excuse me. And you can actually see the two uh, bodies of water meet and it kind of creates this like own its own little wave like to it's pretty cool because you're like, you know, you just think, oh, it's one ocean that goes into another. But the way the currents are, it just creates this line that you can watch down. That is wild. Heading south. Yeah. I think I need to see that someday. It's pretty As cool. Buddy says, I need to go to Africa. He does that in Hawaii <laughs> right yeah. now. Well, anywhere, like anywhere that we talk about, if we're talking about future vacations, he's like, I need to go there. Um, and so we have some family in Hawaii at the moment. And he's like, I need to go to Hawaii. I'm I mean, like, well, they're on a boat. I need to go on a boat. He's been he's been to Hawaii, but he was too little to remember. So it's pretty cute. He's yeah, like, I, need I was to go. showing him some pictures of um, the trip to Hawaii, and he wasn't really impressed, except by the large turtles, um, tortoises. Actually, they were ah, remember okay. the giant tortoises mm-hmm. we saw that one time. All right, so Great Outdoors Month, um, World Oceans Month. It is also Pride Month, mm. and this month we celebrate our fathers. Oh, that's true. And somewhere in the month is also take your dog to work day. <laughs> I don't think I don't I've know. Ever what heard. do I do? My new job is mostly remote now. So I'm like, you come on, t- honey, yeah. let's go upstairs. We're moving into, <laughs> we're going to go into the kitchen today to work. <laughs> My office today is outside. So let's go. That's fun. Um, anyway, what I wanted to talk, uh, anything else before, because what I wanted to talk about today, um, I, you know, when people say like, I was today years old when I learned blah, right. Mm. Ellipsis dot, dot, dot. And, um, most recently, and I don't remember if I talked about one of these on the show already, but I'll bring it back up. Um, and I probably am going to bring back the segment where I was like, today I learned on Twitter, that I thought yeah. was a lot of fun because I'm not on social media, but I got Twitter for the show. And more recently, when I've been on social media, it's really only Facebook that I look at, but people are posting TikTok videos. There it is. I was trying to remember. I was like, it's not Boxer. What's that other app? You, what's that other yeah. app that the, these young in people, the, the kids are <laughs> using these days um, and adults alike. Like a lot of my friends are like, you're not on TikTok. I, and I, I, I don't because um, social media could be a time suck for me anyway. And it would be a real time suck if I got onto TikTok. I feel like TikTok would be a rabbit hole. That to go down is hilarious. Yeah. She just held up a wine cup with a rabbit on it. <laughs> That's fun. It's a travel wine cup. They're coming with us to Kansas. Um, not to drink and drive because we don't do that. That would be illegal. 
No. And no roadies either. No roadies. For the people sitting in I the I was just seat. saying it'd be a rabbit hole to go, you know, TikTok, any of those. Twitter, yes. It, you can, even the news sometimes, I'm like, oh my gosh, why did I just spend this much time looking at headlines? <laughs> this, mm-hmm, yeah, you could get totally sucked in. And so um, luckily there are people who post TikTok videos on Facebook and I happen to be scrolling through recently. You know, like if I set a 10 minute time limit for myself, like I'm going to scroll for 10 minutes and then move on. So I was scrolling through and I saw this TikTok video that someone posted and it was like, I was today years old when I learned this hack. It's not even a hack. It's like a real life thing that your your sun visor in your car, you guys, I don't know if you know this. I didn't know this, but now I hope that you are learning something new. Um that we here on the Russian Sisters are here to teach you some sure. things. Yeah. And so on this TikTok video, the guy learns from somebody else that you like you know how you like you pull the sun visor down to block the sun when it's in front of you, and then you can move it to the side when the sun is to the left of you. Well, it your cars, your sun visor, that thing, like you can push it back further. Like if there's a glare that the visor doesn't seem to be getting, you can push it back. I wish you could see the action that I'm doing right now. And it extends, <laughs> it extends back. So it actually covers the, the area that you need it to cover. You're telling me right now that my sun visor, where it always, ha- like where I have the sun that yes. always hits that one part of yes. my window, but I can extend my visor and it will block the sun. Okay. Yes. Your sun visor will block the sun. Not just but in I mean, front like of you. You can extend it to block that Yes, that is insane and yes. amazing all at the same time. Today years old. So not only does it block it in front of you, but you can turn it to the left and it'll block the sun that's to the left of you. And then if it's in that tricky part, like closer to your shoulder, I'm waving at it right over here that you can't see, you can pull the visor back and um, the metal thing that it's on, <laughs> it stays there and it's, it slides along that metal thing. I wonder how many people right now are, are going, Duh. Mind blown. Oh, I no. mean, oh. <laughs> No. You're right. Duh. Oh <laughs> there are probably half of you that are like, I knew that already. I learned that on TikTok. And the other half are like, oh, I didn't know that. Thank you so much. So that just made me think like how many other life hacks are there or just hacks in general or things that we don't know that could be so beneficial. And so I wanted to spend some time sharing with you some of the like life hacks that I looked up. Yeah, let's hear it. Okay. I don't remember. This one is the one I don't remember if I shared it with you guys before, but um, I was getting home chef meals pretty regularly for a while. And it was, it was a lifesaver for me when I was getting them because it was that I was getting them like for during the work week. And then I'd eat a portion for dinner and save the rest for lunch. But just about every single meal that I got with home chef came with onions of some sort. And what were the um, shallots? Shallots. Thank you so much. Mm. Either shallots or yellow onions or green onions, but those ones don't really make you cry. But the shallow, sha- shallows, <laughs> shallow onions. That's shallots and yellow onions together. <laughs> the shallows make me cry all the time. And so for years, I've hated cutting onions because mm. I cry so bad. And then there's mascara everywhere, all down my face. Mm. And then, like, hopefully not in my food, but it's just an ugly thing for me when I'm cooking. Yeah. To be cutting onions. Then I was listening to the radio not very long ago. 
And this youngin on the radio was like, oh, what you do is you take, um, you wet a paper towel so it could be damp. And then you just put that like off to this side, but close enough to the cutting board. So it can even be like on the corner of your cutting board where you're cutting onions and you won't cry anymore. And I was like, what in the Sam hell? What is this magicianery? Yeah. Right? I was like, sorcery, you. Well, and I just wonder, is this, does it end up being psychosomatic at some point where you see, because you see the paper towel, you're like, I won't cry because the paper towel's here. No. Or it does has, it, does it actually like get the, the molecules from yes, the onion? The onion apparently, and I need to look at the science of this, but this is what this person said on the radio even, was that there's something in the onion that is attracted to wet right? So your tears are the, usually the closest things. Your eyeballs, your wet eyeballs are usually the wettest thing around when you're cutting an onion. And so whatever it is that's on the onion and the, on the layers, then it gets attracted to your eyeballs and then makes you cry. But when you have your damp or wet paper towel off to the side, that's where they get attracted to. And then you don't have to cry when you cut onions. That's amazing. I know. And people have tried all sorts of things. Like people have been like, I never cry when I cut onions. And they're like, oh, but I'm wearing contact. I used to cry when I had contacts or I'm wearing glasses. Yeah. Or, you know, whatever. And I'm like, that's yeah. really great for you. This I is don't a, do any of that. This is a tangent off of that. But years ago, there was this murder case that I watched when I was in Florida. And that's right. I was in Florida. And we still one of the her. things with this guy, this scientist who came and he was talking about smells and air molecules and how you can test the air around something and you can find the particles and the molecules in the air and that they don't always dissipate. And um, unfortunately though, the science was, he had like all this evidence that could have nailed this person who was on trial, but because the science was considered too new and not verified and accepted it, all of his stuff was thrown out of the court case. What? But it was really interesting. So it's the same. I mean, the we just because we can't see what's happening with those molecules, that's kind of fascinating with the onion. So fascinating. And then I tried it out, right? Like I said, tried it out, didn't cry, haven't cried since. Now I also ha- um, stopped getting home chef meals. So I'm not really <laughs> cooking with shallots or onions as much as I was before. Um, but yeah, it worked and it was amazing. Any other life hacks you found that are cool? Oh my God. I'm so glad that you asked because here we go. Um, And this is from a website called twistedsifter.com. So I want to give credit to where I'm pulling things off of the Google. Okay. Um, do, do Do you ever find yourself in a situation where you have two bowls to heat up in the microwave, but they both don't fit on the um, the thing. So you have to microwave one bowl and then another bowl separately. I understand the situation does not happen to me very often, but I understand. Okay. So this person put one bowl in the microwave and then a mug and then the other bowl on top of the mug. And so one is just up on a riser and then that's how you can microwave two bowls at the same time. You know, you usually, at least this is my experience that if I'm microwaving two things at the same time, I usually have to up the time. Because, uh, uh-huh. yeah, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. cook time. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So here's another thing. Put a rubber band around a paint can. So not around the sides of the paint can, but like over the top sure. um, of the paint can to wipe your brush off and keep paint off the side of the can. So it's like I something see. that you wipe, you yeah. wipe your brush off the rubber band instead of the side. Of- but the open can of yeah. paint. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
Um, something like if you have space issues in your closet, this person said, use shower curtain rings to put tank tops on. So you like, if you have a hanger, mm. you would hang like the shower curtain rings across the hanger yeah. and then just put I your tank tops through the shower curtain rings. And then that saves a lot of space. It does. Yeah. It's like, that's nifty. Um, Okay. Toilet paper rolls. Now, I have heard that toilet paper rolls could be used for a lot of different things. Yeah. I mean, I've used them in my job before. In your job? Well, yeah. of course, with arts and crafts. Um, there are some people who, um, when they're in college and they're smoking weed in their um, dorm rooms, that they would put like a dryer sheet into a toilet paper roller and then blow out the smoke through the mm. dryer sheet and think that that makes it not smell like weed. I've never I have done that. I've never heard that. Mm. Never have I ever. <laughs> this person was like, if you have like all your cords and they, you know, all your tangled cords, a way to store them is to use um, toilet paper rolls and then put a cord in each of the rolls in like a box. And I was like, that's great for organization. That's actually a really good idea because I do have a box and I just took a bunch of cords. They're housed in a cabinet in my garage. Oh, yeah. I'll well, start saving some toilet paper I will rolls. I'll save some toilet paper rolls oh, for thanks. you also. And also myself. Um, you can use a fork to keep your taco upright on a plate. I, I did see that. That's very interesting. And I know now they make like those tacos with the square bottom. Mm. But if you don't have those ta- taco shells. Or just shells, get one of those taco holders that restaurants use. Yeah. Uh-huh. If you, life hacks. Like if you don't have one of those mm. and if you don't have the square taco shells, then you can use a fork. Weaving, like put it yeah. in the bottom of the taco shell and then it'll stay upright on your plate. Makes sense. Genius. Um, Okay. I actually do this one. Keep tall boots upright with pool noodles. Yes. Do you do that? I don't keep my boots upright and I should, but yes. Yeah. That or what I've done is I've taken um, wrapping paper. When I'm done with a wrapping paper roll, I'll just cut it in half and use those for my boots. Also probably a good solution. Yeah. Yeah. I just went to the dollar store and bought like, I don't know, two, three, four eight noodles and cut them down and put them in my boots. Yeah. And it works. I dig it. Um, if you need a watering can, you can take an old milk carton and just poke holes into the, the cap. Um, and then you have a new watering jug. This is great for recycle. Um, Oh, you can use paper clips to find the end of a tape roll easily. I really liked that because when I have like masking tape or um, scotch tape even, and if I don't have like a scotch tape dispenser yeah. or any kind of tape dispenser, I was like, oh, that's really cool. You just put the paper clip on the end of the That one I've seen before, you yeah. You have? Mm-hmm. Genius. People, you guys are geniuses. Yeah. Um, what else do I have? Uh Using a straw to stem strawberries. Oh, here's the thing for your wrapping paper, right? You mentioned the wrapping paper Uh for those toilet paper rolls that are done with and you're not going to throw them out. You can actually cut them, cut them open and then um, wrap it around your wrapping paper roll and it'll keep it from getting all like unrolled and disheveled like I have in my storage room right now. Yeah, that's a good one too. Um, This one I wasn't really sure about. Using unscented dental floss to cut cakes, cheeses, and other soft foods, like, I don't know, like a dessert roll or whatever. I can see that. And perfectly. Yeah. yeah. Dental floss. Yeah. I get, but are you going to be like, hello, guests, let me get my dental floss That would be out. a little awkward. Yeah. No, I because the way I imagine it is even like the cheese slicers that have the metal 
line that go around that, you know what I'm, yeah, those kinds yes, of ch- cheese yes. slicers instead of the flat looking ones. Yeah. And that's what I imagine. Cause you just hold the string. Oh, there goes my pop filter again. Um, I get very animated when I'm speaking about cheese. Yeah. Well, yes. And, and dental floss, floss apparently and floss. cheese and floss. Yeah. That's um, for you, Jackie. But yeah. Oh, here's one that I loved. And I was like, definitely going to have to um, try this because I don't have all the equipment to always hang stuff up on walls correctly. Um, and so I'm like, Oh, I'll put a hole here and then I'll eyeball how far away I have to put the other hole to hang something up. This hack is when you have to hang something with exact holes, photocopy the back and use as a template. So then you just take that piece of paper of what you just photocopied and then you put that up and then that's where you know where your holes go. Yeah, that is a good idea. I thought it was genius. Yeah. Especially like I, right. If I have things to hang, I don't have another person in the house to help me. And I was like, this is kind of a genius thing. I really like it. Oh, and then I don't really know how I feel about this, but they called it like a cupcake hack where, um, because there's always so much frosting on the top of a cupcake to just like pull the top of the cupcake off with frosting and flip it over so that the frosting's in the middle. That makes sense to me a hundred percent. It totally does. But, and it's something that like I saw on the internet, but I don't know if I ever, like, I don't know if I think to do that. <laughs> well, now you will. <laughs> I hope so. Yeah. Um, one other thing that I really liked, especially now that it's summer that I thought was really genius is, um, you take a koozie, you know, like a beer koozie or whatever, or soda can koozie and you put it over the stick or stick shift or, you know, mm-hmm. like the, is it still called a stick shift if it's not a manual car? I think so. The stick in mm. your car, you just put the koozie over it and it'll keep it cool. Like it won't be mm. 11,000 degrees when you go into your car. I don't know that I've ever, out of all the things in my car that heat up, that is usually not one of them that I get concerned about, but I do have lots of koozies because Buddy likes to use them as his oven mitts. <laughs> life hack people life hack yeah so That's i'm gonna try it genius. i'm gonna try it okay just a couple more this one like if you have something that you need to fill up with water and it doesn't fit in your sink you can take a dustpan and so you can have the water mm. running over the dustpan and then it'll funnel through the handle and then down into the bucket or whatever it is that you have to fill i was like That's so smart that is smart i mean were they built because of that were they built for that reason? I don't know. My faucet has the hose. So I just, I've had that happen where I needed to fill something that yeah. couldn't fit in the sink. So I just. You just take it outside? No, no. I just, on my sink, I just pull oh, the head of my. Oh, with yeah. the nozzle and there the hose. Go. Yes. Yeah. I suppose. Yes. Dear Eliza. Uh-huh. <laughs> yep. Yep. If your sink has, comes with a hose thing, then that is, yeah, not needed. Um, I don't know if you ever do this where you bring beverages to someone's house and it's supposed to be chilled, but it's not. And you're like, oh, we'll just put it in the freezer for a few minutes and hopefully it'll get cooled down before too long. Well, this hack is that you take a wet paper towel and wrap it around whatever bottle. So if it's a beer bottle or a bottle of wine or whatever, and you're putting it in the freezer, they say with a wet paper towel around whatever beverage, in like 15 minutes, your thing will be nice and cool and chill. Oh. And then it won't ice over. It won't ice over. No fun. Yeah. I'll have to try that. Well, I don't know if the paper towel doesn't ice over. but the, No, I mean yeah. the liquid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Beverage. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yep. Okay, let's see. What else do I have here? Um, clean out a ketchup bottle and use it for pancake batter. You know, little squirty squirts, I suppose. 
I was thinking of the wrong type of ketchup bottle, but that works. Yeah. Yeah. Like a, yeah. Mm, what was that? Yeah. Uh huh. And then lastly, what I found, um, was using a hanging shoe rack, like one of those, um, plastic ones for all your cleaning supplies. Like if you have a door to your closet, oh, yeah. you just hang like this shoe rack with all the mm-hmm. sleeves in them yeah. and then put your bottles of cleaning supplies in there. Not only is it keep it organized, but also away from the hands of the children. Yeah. That's a good idea. Isn't that kind of fun? Yeah. I like that. I know that was a lot, but I, I'm always interested in like, how can we work smarter, not harder? Exactly. Mm-hmm. Those are some fun tips. Thank you. Yeah. So I hope you guys learned something new today. I hope there's something in there that you're like, oh, I hadn't thought of that before, or that might be useful. Or I always wondered what to do with my toilet paper rolls. Yeah. Well, we'll link the you'll... website below so you guys can take a look at it. Yes. And actually there are like two of them. So I want to make sure that I do give credit where credit is due because I did not come up with these things on my own. I'm not that smart. Awesome. Do we have a Shanti Wyman joke of the day? You know what is smart? Jokes. (laughs) (laughs) I'm ready. I'm ready to groan. We do have some um, funnies to hit your funny bone before we leave you today. So here's our Shanti Wyman joke of the day. STW, this is for you. When is a joke truly a dad joke? When a dad tells it. When it's a parent. (laughs) <laughs> oh boy yeah yeah thanks You're so much for tuning in oh my gosh you guys thank you so much it's been fun for us i hope it was fun for you please do subscribe yes. like our show subscribe and then um when you do that you'll know you'll get notifications when our episodes drop so you don't have to wonder like when is it happening when are my favorite trs podcast episodes dropping subscribe and you'll get notification and it'll be fun for all of us sounds good hope you guys have a great week we love you we'll talk to you later all right bye bye thanks for listening to the russian sisters for more go to soundoff.network produced and distributed by the sound off media company come on a journey like no other where you will discover many roads that will lead you to a happier, healthier, and more stress-free life. And the beauty is, you don't need any vacation time for this adventure. The journey will come to you. Join Avery Rich on your very own journey into yoga. Along the way, she will demystify yoga poses and guide you into a yoga posture or short sequence, all in less than 15 minutes. You have nothing to lose but stress. The Journey Into Yoga podcast. It's not for people who like yoga. It's for people who don't like yoga. Follow or subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon Music, or at AveryRich.com. I'm Matt Kundle, host of the Sound Off Podcast, the show about podcast and broadcast. Since 2016, we've been speaking with amazing people who have populated your ears for decades. Legendary broadcasters, research wizards, talent experts, podcasters, voice talent, almost 400 stories, all for free. Subscribe or follow the Sound Off Podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon Music, or at soundoffpodcast.com.